Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight. We got a real exciting program tonight. I've got a young man I've been looking forward to talking to. He is a, a quarterback at the high school I cover. Um, he, his name is Sam Everett. He's a 22, Sam Everett's a 2025 recruit cycle and uh, first year starting quarterback at Sequatchie County High School. Sam, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm just glad I made it in time. I told you I was going to be late, but I made it with a good five minutes to spare. <laughs> You're good. Sam, a uh, little seven on seven to start today. Let's How'd that go today? Yes, sir. We left uh, the field house about 6.15, got there at about 7.30 and started playing at 8. So it was quick, but uh, we played Stone, Monterey, uh, Kingston, and Clay County. We did really well. Um, you know, we we're a little, little rusty. A lot of our guys, you know, have been at different things: baseball, basketball, vacation. Uh, but we still did pretty well for not having a whole lot of reps with the, with the, you know, our our first, our very good first team. And uh, so it, it went great, though. We uh, we we definitely have room to improve. You know, I've talked to so many coaches about that, Sam. Uh, a 3A school like Sequatchie County, or even a smaller school, say a 1A like South Pittsburgh or 2A like Bledsoe County, or even some of our schools we cover down in Alabama, so many kids play other sports. It, it makes it hard to get that practice in. Do you play any other sports or is football your sole focus? Yes, sir. I play basketball, and um, usually I am in uh, – I'm in bas- I've been in basketball. I've been a starter for the past two years, and – I do enjoy basketball a lot, but I've worked out a deal with our coach with our coach Brent Hobbs, where um, I I'll go to basketball every chance I get, but I'm not missing any football practice this June. I feel like I really needed to be with the football team just to focus on football this summer. You know that's a big part of it. Um, I'm sure uh, being that two or three sports star though, or playing two or three sports, just seems like it helps the development though. Uh, I know a lot of the NFL players often talk about, you know, you'll you'll ask some guy that plays quarterback in the NFL who is the most influ- influential coach in their career, and it might be a high school basketball coach or a baseball coach. You can pick up a lot of different how-tos playing other sports. Yes, sir. When I started playing basketball, um, I didn't think I was going to play any as a freshman. And through injuries and things like that, I ended up having to start about half the season. And um, it just introduced me how fast any high school sport is, how different it is from middle school. And it honestly helped me with the ball, just introduced me how fast it is and how different it is. Well, that you just led me in. You, you've got a future in this business. You just led me in my first question. Last year, we saw you get some snaps during the year. I do the play-by-play on this Quatchie County game, so Sam's a little special to me if you can't tell. I saw you get your first snaps in the varsity games. I saw you then go through periods where you didn't get a lot of snaps, and then we got ahead a couple games that you did get snaps in. How did those snaps help you for this year? Well, my first snaps ever got was against Jasper at Jasper last year. and um, In a crazy shootout. Yes, it was. I think we ended up winning by two. We both scored in the 50s. But we were down, I think, by 
two scores maybe, and yeah. our quarterback last year ended up getting banged up, and I went in on offense. And first play went good, handoff to our running back, Britt Chadwick, 20-yard gain. You know, try to sell the nerves a little bit because this is my first varsity experience ever. I was terrified, to be honest with you. And uh, then the next play, I go to throw a hitch. I bottle the snap and go to throw it, and I drop it out of my hand. And I pick it up and run and throw it to our receiver downfield, and he drops it. And we call a timeout after that. And the only thing I'm thinking in my head is it cannot get worse <laughs> than what happened there. So there's no need to be nervous. There's no need to be scared. You know, it's just time to play football now. It couldn't get worse. So, You know, I was thinking of that sequence today um, mm-hmm. when I knew I was going to be interviewing you. And I was like, Coach Matt got the perfect timeout at that spot. Because once once that play did happen, right. you come back on the field and kind of settled yourself in a little more. Yes, we uh, – Drove down the field a little bit. We scored. Defense got a stop next drive, and we went down the field again and scored right before halftime and tied it up. All right. So it definitely, it definitely helped settle me down. And then Peyton Bibb, you know, being able to come back and had a great second half, we ended up winning a very important game. Uh, all right, Sam. And, and I, I get so – sitting in the booth, seeing you run on the field at that point, I was looking for your dad because he's usually in the booth with me. And at that point, you're you've grown a lot since then. You looked small then, but you're up to what six foot, six foot one now. I'm about six three, six, six three, uh, about one eighty. Yeah, I mean, when you walked on that field that night, you weren't six three. But what was that like? The speed of the game. Well, I'll be honest with you. I mean, it, even my freshman year, JV was fast for me. Okay. Um, my eighth grade year, I never ran the ball, never had to. We, uh, Our offensive line was really good, always bigger than everybody. So I always had plenty of time, and I wasn't really going through progressions. You know, I was just throwing my receiver, Jackson Tate, a lot downfield. And then in JV, of course, you know, it's JV ball, I'm running everywhere, super different. And even that was fast. I, I definitely don't think I was prepared for going in, um, but I did my best and ended up helping my team win the so that's that's all that matters is we won that game and yeah. uh, it definitely helped momentum. What did you play at last year? Were you about six one then, or have you grown? Yeah, over? about about six one, six two around there. Yeah, but I was about one sixty. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was small. yeah, I just remember thinking Sam looks small. Um, yeah. of course, our quarterback last year, our starter, was a pretty big boy. So anybody in comparison yes. would look yeah. small. Right. All right. Um, one other question about last year, and then we'll move on. How, last year, Coach Mack is such an X and O guy, and he prepares so in depth. Mm-hmm. Did he have you prepare with the starter? And like, hey, Sam, you're one, you're one, you're one play away from being in the game. What was that process week to week like to get yourself ready? So every week, every Monday, we would come in for practice and he would tell us the scout and the main reads and plays every week we have a certain amount of drop back pass plays run plays and quick plays that we're going to use these specific plays because of what the defense is doing Uh so every week we come in 
these are the plays we're going to run this week. These are the plays we're going to practice. And I would I would definitely get some reps from the ones. But the main thing for me last year for my preparation was with the scout team offense trying to help the defense run the other team's offense. That was the main thing I did last year. Did but, you? yes, Coach Mack uh, always – he was he's a big film guy. Every Sunday, you know, uh, after the game on Friday, we come in the field house, watch film for an hour, two hours. And uh, but throughout the week, he's always just after practice. You know, me and Peyton would go and watch film. He talked to us about these things, and and he wouldn't treat me as like you know a second team quarterback. We he treated me and Peyton very equal because a lot of the times last year, well, you know, Peyton was an all state safety, um, and he would be playing both sides of the ball, get banged up, helmet come off, something like that. I'd have to go in, so I was always always trying to be as ready as I could. And you said it. He was an all-state safety mm-hmm. and played quarterback like fullback sometimes. So you had yes. to be, yeah, you had to be ready. And that's why I thought it was a great advantage for you to go through that process to be the backup. Um, last question. No, that was my last question about last year. Do you have anything you want to mention about last year? Any uh, anything that carries forward that's significant in your mind? Uh, I'm just grateful that I didn't. I think it's a very, like, everybody wants to get in and, and play as soon as they can. You know, uh, I was, like, I wanted to play, wanted to help the team. But I was, I'm just thankful that I didn't have a bunch of significant time my freshman and sophomore year because I really think that it helps to build up into this year where I've been healthy, I've been able to watch, I've been able to learn under a great quarterback, a great coach. And I feel like it's made me so much more ready for this year. All right, let's go ahead and start talking about this year. Okay. Um, uh, during this summer, uh, I'm sure you've had a process, and I'm sure you've got some things that you do yourself um, to prepare. But, you know, being away from the game, being away from your team, you still have a routine that you need to follow, throwing. Um, I'm sure you do film studies that's not team required, but, What's your process away from the team to um, get yourself ready to be the starting quarterback at Squatch County? So for me personally, I always keep myself on a pitch count or at least try to. Um, I think it's very, very important that you're not throwing 100 footballs a day or so many during a week. I really always try to keep myself about 40 or 50 to try to keep my shoulder and my elbow healthy. And a big part of that is just doing simple workouts. That's not always, you know, let's just go throw routes on air to receivers. Sometimes I even, a lot of times, an hour without a football to work on mechanics and just make sure because when it all comes down to it, you're not going to be thinking about mechanics during a game and you're scrambling. It's just whatever's natural. And I'm trying to make sure that my mechanics, my throwing motion and everything ends up being good and natural during the game. So a big part of that for me is my quarterback coach. Uh, I have a personal trainer. His name's Reese Phillips. He's with uh, QB Country Chattanooga. I've been with him for about two years now, and he's just been great with me. Uh, He played quarterback at Signal whenever they won the state championship game a few years back, and then he played at Kentucky for a few years and transferred to Montana and blew out his ACL or or his Achilles but then now he's with QB Country and has just been a tremendous part in me playing quarterback. I We, we bounced kind of all over trying to find a, a right guy 
to be our trainer and we found coach Phillips and I really just think he's been so important in my quarterback career because I was lost I didn't know a lot of things right to do but he sticks to my mechanics he sticks my throwing motion I'm throwing so much farther harder farther faster just everything and my footwork's gotten so much better and he's honestly taught me a lot about the game too and he's just been great and, and you're not the only quarterback he's worked with. I know a couple of others around town, and he's worked with some of the most successful quarterbacks in the area at times. Right. Um, Kiwi Country is not just high school. I mean, they work with tons of guys. They, I, they saw, I saw a video of them the other day working with Daniel Jones. They work with Stetson Bennett. They work with all these guys. I mean, they're always at the Manning Passing Academy with all those great guys. I mean, they know what they're doing, and I don't think they get a lot of credit for a lot of times, but they're an extremely, extremely good quarterback training uh, company. Uh, you know, I've, I've told your dad, and somewhere this year, I want to get Coach on, on, on the air and just let him run through some stuff, but uh, <laughs> he's such a he's such a kind of Chattanooga legend, and I'm glad you brought him up. Tell me one thing that he's taught you about your throwing motion to make it repeatable. Well, a big thing of Cuban country is getting away from the old things. You know, we all love Peyton Manning. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but he has a terrible throwing motion. That's yeah, why he, he does. Oh, he wasn't always super consistent. Um, a big thing is not over the top, kind of like he was, but not a sidearm. You find somewhere in the middle like that. That is supposed to keep your shoulder healthier. It's supposed to be more accurate, more consistent. Just getting away from the old stereotypes. And even some people still teach it that way, and that's fine. But uh, that's the way that QB Country's taught it, and it's definitely helped me a lot. That over-the-top thing, uh, and that was all the rage 20 years mm -hmm. ago, it does stress the shoulder yes, tremendously yep. to throw and repeat. And some people like Peyton and then uh, Philip Rivers and all those guys, they've always had that weird or, I guess, normal for them throwing motion. But it works for them, and that's fine if it works for them. But even guys like Aaron Rodgers, when he came into the league, he had that throwing motion. But he saw, you know, as he progressed, he needed to change it if he wanted to prolong his career. And now his throwing motion's Beautiful, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. it's, it's definitely the best one in the game. And you see how long he's playing for and still playing at such a high level. So even seeing him seeing that you need to change it to evolve your career is very, very special. You also see it at, at you know, a few years ago, um, just talking in general about quarterbacking, you've seen an evolution in at your level at high school. Coach Mack will put, four or five wide sets in and, and a lot of time he's playing uh, 11 personnel with four on the field uh, he he does give you options and we won't break down the grain film but when you are back you have different levels to hit and i'm sure being yes. able to stretch that field out a little bit is of great advantage to you yes sir the big thing with coach mack is getting our guys trying to be in a one-on-one -on -one situation right. getting our guys athletes in space or trying to get our guys just trying to be the guy one-on-one -on -one. and a big part of that stretching out the field and me going through my reads one two if it's not there back to the check down you know not trying to force anything deep 
but just knowing, reading the defense off our play, you know, trying to trying to make it our game and not the defense's. Uh, you know what? You gave me chill bumps. That's that's like the greatest coach answer I've ever gotten on this on this show. Uh, we are weeks away from the start of the football season, Sam, and, and I'm excited. Uh, we've got a jamboree at home in, uh, in mid uh, early November. Uh, then we open the season at Bledsoe County. And, and Sam, it's a strange thing, me preparing for the season, looking at that schedule and seeing Bledsoe up front. As a player, does that – does that change your mentality or is it all just got to go out week one and play? Uh, for me, it's always like, it doesn't matter who it is. We'll see what they got on defense and we'll play. I don't care if it's, you know, the worst team in the state or Alcoa. Uh, if we're going to go out there, see what they give us and we're going to play. But for Bledsoe week one, I think it's, it's always an essential game, even though they're not district, you know, it's always an essential game for the community everybody to win that game, win the stump. Uh, I know for a lot of teams throughout um, throughout the state, you know, they play their non-district rival a lot week one. You know, it's kind of a good way to start off the season, get everybody really excited. Um, I've got a lot of family in Smith County, and they play Gordon's for week one almost every single year. And that's always big for them. You know, they play their rival, get the season now all excited. And I guess that's kind of what we're doing. And, and one thing it does is it will free uh, – I've put the schedule up in the corner for you folks. I also have it posted on River City Media. One thing playing your rival or playing – and we always, as in – when I say we, I mean Sequatchie County, um, always start with such a grind early in the year. For years, we started uh, Marion County, South Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um it's of great value to go out there, even last year, and be able to know exactly where you sit, playing a defending state champion, playing a tradition rich program. There's no question where you sit after that, right? Yeah. Um, I think I, I know as, as long as I've watched Sequatchie County uh, high school football, it's been pit every year. And that kind of sizes up the year, right? Um, because they've always been in a state running. They're always a great team to go up for first. Um, I believe we have them sometime week five, week six, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, they're um, down a little bit. But bringing Bledsoe week one to our house, you know, hopefully I think we go in and we win that game, get the team whole, all very excited, you know, get that, that huge nervous game out of the way and uh, move on and get ready get ready for the rest of the season. I think it's just a very essential that, that we win that game so that, that you know, that monkey's kind of off our back yeah. for the rest of the season instead of waiting till week five all nervous about this huge game that everybody builds up. You know, it's really good to have a great game where everybody's already nervous because it's week one, you know. And uh, I'm, I'm extremely excited for it. Um, I've always loved playing Bledsoe. Uh, I haven't played in either of the two games these past two years, but, you know, I've been on the sideline trying to help Peyton while he's playing with uh, uh, Coach Matt, just talking through all of it, you know, and I'm, I'm excited to get that, go out there and play. You know, Coach Mack mentioned uh, last year, we, of course, Butsall wins the football game and that the team might have had a hangover for a week or two recovering from that. 
um, not last year, but this year, getting it out of way week one, it gives it some time for you to breathe before you get to the region schedule, really, the depth of the region right. schedule. And even if, like, even my freshman year, we won the game, and we were still kind of hungover just because of how physical a game it is. doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's a huge physical game. And, you know, everybody on both sides of the ball is trying to give it their all because it's everything they've always dreamed of, winning the Bledsoe game, winning the Squatchy game, just like their parents did, you know. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's always going 110%, especially during this game, and it, it bangs everyone up, win or lose. So I'm glad we got it week one. We get some, you know, recuperation before. I think we have Watertown week three. Yeah. So uh, it, it's good to have us at least a little bit of a break before we go into district play. All right, Sam. Uh, just a, just, just a uh, side note here a little bit. Uh, you were talking about throwing away. Uh, you do have a tight end. I think he's still playing tight end in the house with you. Is there times that you just go throw with your brother out in a, out in a, uh, outside? You'll just say, "Hey, let's go throw five or ten. And uh, yeah, or me, me and Jack. You know, uh, we he, he uh, in middle school for a little while. He was supposed to be playing quarterback until he, you know, grew to six two, six three. Yeah, uh, that boy grew yeah. into a tight end. Right. We've we've always obviously we've been brothers, uh so we've always always been throwing football. But ever since, you know, I've been a quarterback and he's been a tight end, obviously that's that's my guy to throw to. Um I every almost every practice, every throwing session, even if he's not running routes, he's still catching the ball from me. And I think it's very important to us that for us to have that connection and even not him, even uh the rest of our receivers throughout uh, I think we probably started in December, maybe last week in November, uh, where we would go to the indoor, and I would mm. get 10, 15 guys, uh, receivers, and our centers, and uh, we would we would just do wraps on air. We'd throw. We'd do seven on seven, you know, just to try to get us a connection. I think that's so key is for a quarterback and a receiver to be on time, not just one of them, I think all of them. Think the timing, the relationship is very key. Well, that brings up. I'm telling you, you're leading me into every question, Sam. Um, of course, your brother. Uh, you know, and just a side note, uh, we talked a little about Peyton earlier, and this is the second time we're going to talk about him. He said the year he played with Cooper in high school was the funnest year he ever had. So you and Jack, make sure to take a moment and enjoy that as brothers, because that is a special thing. That yes, sir. Quarterback throwing to the receiver, brother. Right, that's always been my hard dream is uh, for me to throw him a touchdown. We'll definitely keep that ball. Oh, absolutely, and I, I, I may be, I might have something prepared for that up in the booth already too. So, yeah, all right, uh, at, you are a junior, but yes. you have never been the starter. So, talk right. to me about how you've been invoking your leadership over the last few months since uh, you know you. I, Coach Mack would say every position's open, but last year we kind of looked and we said, well, Sam's going to be our starting quarterback next year. So you've had some time to invoke leadership into your daily routine. What does that look like for you? Yes, sir. So this also goes back to basketball. This year, this past year when I was a sophomore, uh, our senior point guard went down and Coach Hobbs selected me to be our captain. That's awesome. And 
So I kind of, you know, started trying to do that a little bit as a as a basketball player. But my big thing um, for football, because I got out of basketball at about March, and I, I, my goal was day one, come in there, be a leader. My big thing is everybody is equal. Um, I don't think any seniors should, you know, bully any freshmen just because I think everybody's equal. I take out the trash, I fill up the waters, I clean just like everybody else. And I feel like if I do that, you know, everybody else will follow. That way everybody else respects each other. You know, we don't need anyone on the team hating someone just because they're older. You know, uh, and every day, we, you know, Mondays, seniors clean, Tuesdays, juniors clean. And I feel like I really try to help, you know, make sure everyone sees them cleaning and being a part. So, you know, I'm not trying to act or be better than anyone. I feel like everyone on the team should be an equal. You know, a player-led team, is already, they're always the best teams. Absolutely. So that's my big thing. Absolutely. You just said the million-dollar question. When – Players lead themselves. It's a better football team. Yes, sir. And I believe we have that this year. We have a lot of very key leaders. Uh, Evan Griffiths, our senior D lineman, he's he's lettered all four or all three years this year too. He's also just recently got a football offer from Bethel and Cumberland. He's a huge leader from ours, and he'll be a, a guy for us. Um, our one of our, my receivers. He'll be a junior with me, Jackson Tate. He's played a whole lot. Yes, this past year and a little his freshman year, he's a really big leader with uh, with the corners and the receivers. He's he'll get on you, but then he'll also help you a lot. Uh, he's very important for us. Uh, another guy, Harrison Smith. I know he'll just mm. be a coming sophomore, but he knows how to do it right. Uh, he knows how to lead. He knows what it's supposed to look like. He's very respectful. He teaches well, and he's gonna be a very special player too. Uh, I think us, us, us four, and a few other guys. I think we're the we're the main leaders of the team, and we really try to set a good example for everyone. And uh, so, just so you know, even guys coming up can watch us and learn from us, and then they can you know try to help their team too. Well, that's a wonderful point, and I I, I commend you for taking that attitude. You have a very loaded freshman class with a ton of talent in it that can help the football team now. So in, have you, and your brother's in the class, have you Have you tried to, it's hard, but you've got to really bring them into the fold early if they're going to contribute this year or yeah. next year. Uh, four of the main ones uh, you know, that really shined last year in middle school were, were Jack, Hunter, Gowan, and Kaysen. Mm-hmm. And Kaysen right now is starting a middle linebacker for us. Uh, Gallon right now is getting really, really good second team reps at corner and receiver. Might have a chance to start at one of those further in the season. Uh, Jack right now is also doing the same thing. Uh, he was really getting a lot of reps at linebacker and at receiver. And then Hunter is getting a lot of reps at safety and behind me at quarterback. One big thing, uh, Peyton really taught me a lot of the things that I need to do you know, as a quarterback, and I think that's one big thing I really try to focus on with Hunter is mm. especially because I came in not knowing at all what a spread offense was. I didn't know how to, what a progression. I didn't know any of this stuff, and we all kind of had to learn on the fly. 
So, and I know it's fast for him and because I know how fast it was for me. Um, but I'm really trying to, you know, put him under my wing, mentor him, because I really feel like he'll be better than me by the time, you know, he's a junior and senior. He throws it way better than I did when, he, when I was a freshman. Um, so I'm really trying to, you know, teach him, get him ready. Like, uh, you know, hopefully he'll do that for his next guy too. Right, and Hunter could be – I mean, same thing as last year. Hunter could be full – your hat flies off. He's got to come yeah. in and take a yeah. snap and be effective at any time. Yes, that's why I'm trying to get him ready. You know, just like, you know, I'm sure he's nervous just like I was last year as a backup. You know, you're cold. You haven't really thrown a lot on the sideline. And then my health comes off. He's got to go in and take a snap. You know, it's it's terrifying. I know the feeling. And – um that's why I'm just trying to get him ready any moment, whether I get hurt, whether I have to come out helmet break, something like that. Yeah. Uh, trying to get him ready and prepared to lead the team, you know, uh, in some situations like I did last year. Uh, Sam, one question I didn't put on the little sheet I kind of sent you. Talk about your center relationship and how that's got to be special between the quarterback and the center. Me and my center, Kane Bishop, we've been together – since we were real little and I never really played quarterback until about my seventh grade year, but he was, you know, he was center then and, uh, and center, center all the way up here. And with Bishop, he's, you can always count on for a good snap. Uh, uh, super, super rare when he has a bad snap and it's always right at my chest, super, super fast and gets there quick and gives me enough time, you know, to be ready to make a quick throw or something like that. But me and Bishop, we that's all we do is just snap, just get in practice. You know, the more reps, the better. And uh, one thing with Bishop is he's super consistent. That's the thing I love about a center is he's super consistent. I know where the ball is going to be. I know just catch it quick and throw it. You know, I don't have to guess or be, you know, nervous if it's going over my head or on my feet. It's mm-hmm. coming right on my chest every time. And it- that's one thing I, I love about Bishop. And that gets your hands in the position it's got to be in yes, sir. to throw yeah. the football so much easier. Yeah. All right, um, let's run on to the next topic. I want, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what I get asked all the time. Okay, I get asked all the time, "Hey, what's Sam gonna be like as a quarterback?" Because everybody knows I've seen all the games. I I do even a couple of junior high games. Mm-hmm. My answer is always starts with this, and I. I think it's one of the biggest compliments I can play. I always tell everybody, Sam is a quarterback. If you see Sam walking down the street, you'll say, that's a quarterback. If you see him throw the football, you say, that's a quarterback. What kind of mentality does it take to be a quarterback? Uh, I, I, my big thing, lead by example. I, I think if – you know, if you have a quarterback that's not a leader, that doesn't have a good attitude, that, you know, looks like he doesn't want to be there, no one else wants to be there either. And they see that, you know. Um, but I think I've, I've, I've always kind of been told I was kind of meant to play quarterback. I'm too slow to play receiver. I'm too small to play tight end. Can't play any defense. Uh, quarterback's really the only position I can play in football. So that's just always I, – I never really played through Little League. But thankfully, uh, Coach Tyler Faulkner in middle school kind of put me in there uh, one day in seventh grade spring practice. I was like, hey, you ever played quarterback before? I was like, no, I haven't. 
<laughs> like, well, we're going to try you there. And I fell in love. I couldn't believe I've missed out on it all this time. It was uh, it's something that I've always looked back on to and been very grateful for Coach Faulkner doing that for me. Um, just just being able to play quarterback, it's, it's really the greatest position in sports. And there's a lot of things that come with it, a lot of responsibilities and everything, but I wouldn't want to be anything else. I, I, you know, I, and it's not light. I say that, Sam. I've been around, and I see your. One of the things that I always look, and and I'm in the booth, and I'm calling the game, and I get busy, and I forget. But every time Peyton would come off the field and talk to Coach McIntyre, you were the third set of ears in that conversation, and I always thought that that is a quarterback preparing, even if he's not playing this play. Yes, sir. I've always been a guy, uh, my dad's real similar with this, just being prepared. Yeah. doesn't matter what it is. Uh, you know, with school, I'm uh, I'm a big study guy. On my test, I'm studying for two or three days. Uh, with with practice, even with practice film, I, as soon as practice is over, I watch the practice film, see what I can do better, and preparing. And these past two years, that's all I've been doing. I've been talking with Coach Mag, watching film with him in the off season, watching Peyton playing during the games, uh, talking with. Folks, we dropped Sam. I will get him right back. Stay with us. Just sorry about that. It's We'll get him right back in. But Sam was talking. Sorry, did I lose you? Yeah, you did. We all good. I, 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 I caught it. You were talking about preparing with film. Yes, sir. Uh, throughout the uh, offseason, me and Coach Mack, uh, me and Coach Mac both, we got together and we just watched film just constantly for hours at a time. After practice, we'd watch film and just kind of help me prepare for this season and uh, be ready. And that, that's what I've been doing the past few years is just preparing, just preparing for this year. I've been even, you know, I knew my eighth grade year when I was a starter, this was the last time I was going to be a starter for two years. Yeah. Um, I knew Peyton was the guy and I was fine with that. Uh, I, I knew I would, needed a few years to prepare. I've been looking forward to my junior in high school to play, you know, starter quarterback for a long time. And that's just what I've been doing. I've been, you know, just talking to coach Thompson, coach Mack and Peyton, just about anything that I can do to make myself better. And, and it sounds like Peyton was an active participant in preparing you and that that's wonderful like you said Peyton was a senior in an all-state safety and you know and what you're doing with Hunter that's how a program is built yes, um, sir. one question and then we're going to move on to some kind of fun stuff and I do want to uh, uh, I want you to tell me a little something here okay. I am a Sequatchie County fan that's never seen a game and yeah. I, I understand we got a new starting quarterback. Uh, what does that quarterback do that I'm going to be seeing on the field? I think lead, uh, lead my guys, uh, knowing, you know, I on 99% of plays, I know exactly what every person on the field is going to do. You know, knowing that is very important. I've always felt like just so, hey, Sam, what are I doing this play? And I tell them. Just real quick, you know, knowing all those things, I help and get the ball out fast. Uh, you know, it's high school football. It doesn't matter how good your line is. You got to get the ball out fast. Absolutely. 
one main thing I focus on, whether it's a three-step drop or a quick passing play. I'm going to get the ball out of my hand quick. You know, um, you hold on to it too long, someone's going to come backside right out, right out of the back of your hand, you know. All right, Sam. Um, a little bit more. Uh, let's see. There, there is a great desire on your part to to continue football after high school, and and folks like this is important to you to put great you know great film together. Um, the when I put on the thing, I said twenty twenty five quarterback. I did that intentionally because I'm like, well, I'm sure Sam will. will have down the road might want to play some more, but as a junior, you have to put it on the film. Now, uh, a lot of kids get to start before this year, but I think you're, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think you're better prepared to be a starting quarterback. Yes, sir. And my big thing, you know, I, I love to play college football. I love football. Uh, more than anything, I would love to play for five years in college football. But, you know, right now, number one priority was win high school football games. Absolutely. You know, I, I, not, I'm not worried about, hey, I don't, I don't have a lot of passing yards this game. Let's go downfield, coach. I need film. You know, whatever it does to win the game where I'm throwing the ball 35 times or zero, whatever it does for us to win the game, that's what I'm going to do. Absolutely. That's that's the best answer you could have gave. All right, Sam, let's let's go away from football for a minute. Let's go away from all sports. Sam is sitting in his room. He's just finished studying or he's going to the car or he's somewhere and he needs to play music. What's he listening to? Uh, my guy, Tyler Childers. Oh. Uh, he's folk, bluegrass, whatever you want to call it. Um, I've been listening to him for a long time and I just, it don't matter if it's a new song or his same song 10 times. Uh, Tower Childers is my go-to kind of guy. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what is your favorite food to grab post game or pregame or whatever? What's your favorite food to eat general? In general, yeah. um, I, I got to go with New York Strip. New York Strip and mashed potatoes, uh, cooked medium. I, I don't think you can go wrong. <laughs> anywhere, anywhere you get it from, it's going to be good. How about post-game? Do you have a little special tradition you like? Uh, not really. Uh, just, I kind of whatever the quarterback club feeds it, I'll eat it because I'm, I'm always hungry after it. Uh, you know what? They, they they put a good spread out there. I've, I've grabbed a couple of those before, so. Yes, sir. They're good. All right. What game day superstition tradition? You know, what is there anything that uh, I'm gonna put on my left sock? Then I'm gonna put on my right. Is there anything that you do that kind of just most people would go, well, that don't make a whole lot of sense, but it, it it's part of your game day tradition. So for me, you know, everyone was getting high, getting excited, listening to loud music, everything. I think. For me, I'm, I want to get calm, as calm as I can. And I did this starting my eighth grade year when I was uh, when I was starter and even uh, my freshman and sophomore year when I wasn't playing. I think of uh, playing quarterback and playing football is almost a completely different game. You know, as when you're not a quarterback, you're wanting to be physical, you're wanting to be mean, you're wanting to be hit the guy in the mouth in front of you. As a quarterback, I'm looking to be calm. 
I want to be calm, whether we're up by 30 or down by 30. I want to be, you know, ready for any situation. Uh, one thing that's a really cool fact I learned the other day was uh, Joe Burrow, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, he has a condition where his blood pressure doesn't change no matter if it's the first play or the last play and they're trying to win the game. He stays the exact same. And I feel like that's one reason, that's one thing I don't want to do. So pregame, uh, you know, I stretch, I uh, do everything like that. I stretch, put all my stuff on, and I just listen. I listen to Tyler Chillers. I listen to um, Zach Bryan, Cody Jinks, just, you know, easy guys, uh, easy music, you know, that gets me calm and ready and focused. You know, uh, so many so many guys spend it before the game. You know, even last night I texted you about the baseball game, and in the seventh inning, Tennessee's uh, relief pitcher come in and was throwing 102. By the ninth, he was throwing in the 95s, which is still amazing. But if Mm -hmm. if you get too hyped, especially in a position that requires kind of a a technique to it, you can just become helter-skelter and it will hurt the team more than help a team. Yes, sir. I mean, mean, trust me, when we score, I'm the most excited guy on the planet. But as soon as we get to the sideline, I'm grabbing the iPad, grabbing the headset, and just focusing on what could I have done better that drive. You know, just, just you know, not looking in the past, moving forward, whether we scored 99-yard touchdown or I just threw a pick six. You know, not looking in the past. If you look, you dwell in the past in anything, it's not going to end well. So that's what I try to do. I should have moved forward, stay calm during the game, no matter what's happening. All right, outside of football, what, what do you do for fun? Outside of sports in general, what do you, what do, you do for enjoyment? Oh, that's tough. Uh, you know, football's kind of my life, but uh, I guess hang with, hang with my friends. Uh, I have uh, three cousins or four cousins in uh, Smith County, and they're one's my like three weeks uh, younger than me, and then Jack has two that are about a month uh, older than him. And so we've always been like brothers. You know, I don't think of his cousins, give them as brothers. And uh, when we can, we have a little farm down there, and we go down there as much as we can. And I go with him and Jack, and their names are Jay, Ben, and Luke. And we fish, we ride four-wheelers, we play football, we play baseball, we play Madden, you know, just being with them. Mainly, I think, uh, I think, you know, they've always, we've always competed against each other. You know, I'm sure a lot of times they've gotten in fights and we shouldn't have, but we always <laughs> compete. Yeah. And you know we're 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 like brothers, and I guess those are those are kind of my guys. Whenever I'm not, you know, in uh, sports, uh, you know, not to throw out, but I have seen some photos you in Knoxville on a uh, mm-hmm. on a football Saturday too. So, yes, uh, sir. Yeah, I've I've always been, you know, growing up living in Tennessee. Family's always a huge Tennessee fan. You know, that's the first thing I wore was Tennessee onesie. So, I. You know, we we I think we I think we have season tickets. We go as much as we can. I've been going to Salisbury a little, you know, and uh, yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, it's always fun. I'm an old man, and I still go every time I I can. Was you at the Alabama game? I was. Not, I was at the uh, I was at the Florida game. Yeah. and uh, you know, that was a huge game. Almost lost it, but uh, it was definitely fun fun to be there. You know, it, it, that was one of the first games of the season. Well where you kind of felt, you know, the special season coming on. Absolutely. Um, when you're watching football, and, and so this is outside, when you watch NFL or college football, 
do you watch the quarterbacks? Yes, and that's one reason why it doesn't matter if it's uh, if it's college, if it's NFL, if it's Arena League, you know, the XFL. It doesn't matter. I just love watching any kind of football and just seeing kind of what the quarterback does. You know, not necessarily comparing myself, but just watching and see what he does because you know everybody does it differently. No matter if you're Little League or NFL, you know, it's all different. And I always love watching uh, different guys. But I've always grown up as a, uh, you know, as a Titans fan and everything, which, you know, they don't throw the ball a whole lot. But uh, uh, one team I'm big on is the Chargers. I oh. love my guys, Justin Herbert. I think he is a great guy to monitor your game after. He's completely focused on football, nothing else, and he can sling it. And uh, so that's anytime I get a chance, uh, try to watch, try to watch the Chargers and get hurt. That, that's that's uh, yeah, I enjoy watching him too. I also enjoy yeah. watching Tref, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, yes, Trevor I, is. You know, he's the if you made a quarterback in a lab, that's how he looked. You know, yeah, uh, huge, smart starter from day one in Clemson, right out of high school. Uh, just absolutely born with a with a cannon, you know. You know, I got to see him play in high school, and and mm-hmm. and I, I got to be around him just a little bit while he was there. And uh, he he was a worker, and that's what never a lot of people don't see is, you know, to get success at that level, you work for a long yeah. time. Yeah, that's one reason why I think football is such a special sport. Where in basketball, you probably have a you know, an even number of practices and games. Baseball, you have more games than you do practices. Football, there's ten times as many practices as you have games. You yeah. really have to love football because you have to love the practice, the lifting, the workouts, the running. Because at most, you have fifteen games in a season. Yeah. You know, at you know at minimum, you could have one game or one play, and you're hurt. But, you know, I think that's why football is so special and everyone that plays it. That's why it's, it's not meant for everyone. Everyone mm-hmm. can't just grind, grind, grind for such little, you know, game days. That, that's true. And, 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 you know, Friday Night Lights is one of the most special times of your life. So mm-hmm. uh, take time to enjoy it. Sam, first of all, what an incredible um, interview. I enjoyed you joining us today. Um, last question. Your whole family is around Sequatchie County football, uh, and right. I'm talking about your new girl. What does that, what does that feel like? Does that bring something extra special to it to you? Uh, for me, yes. You know, my dad's—he's the president of the quarterback club. My mom, she's a teacher at the school. My sister, you know, she's always she always must be a high school cheerleader. My brother's on the team with me, and for that, just having the support from my family. Um, from from them, it's it's huge. Not everybody has that, and I have very loving family, loving parents that are always supporting me no matter what. And especially when it comes to Squash County football, they'll do whatever that you know I need or ask for them. Whether I'm hey, I need a new ball, I need new cleats, I need to be here at this time. They're gonna do whatever. Especially you know for me and the program, I feel like mm-hmm. uh, you know we've tried to, my whole family. We've tried to help bring this program up as yeah. much as we can no matter what we can absolutely and i that you took the words out of my mouth your family is as ingrained as quatcha county football as anybody i know and it's a pleasure to get to know you and your dad and uh 
and Jack as he comes up, and of course your sister and your fam- uh, mom. It's a it's a great feeling to have it all be part of one big bigger family, which is Squatch County football. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, Jack. Uh, thank you for the time. Um, any shout outs you want to give, or anything you want to give before we get out of here? Uh, just my line. I love my line. Uh, uh, I always give a shout out. Uh, left tackle Kyle Kyle Shell, left guard uh, Jackson Bird, center Tank, uh, Kane Bishop, right guard Evan Griffith, and right tackle Camden Penn. I, I love those guys. They protect me, so they definitely need credit. Yeah, and you got a couple of veterans in there, and a couple of new starters, and yes. it's kind of a it's a group uh, that's played a lot of football already. Yes, sir, and they're going to be great. I know it. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. Thank you, Sam, for joining us. You're listening to River City Media around the area, high school football with Sam Evans. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Anytime, buddy.